It's the Friday edition of Y'all, the show all about y'all. John Rawl back with you, and we're going to have another action-packed show today for you as we close out the week that was Independence Day 2018. Glad you're tuning us in. If you're just founding us for the first time, this is a show that is all about the South, and this is a show where we talk South, we talk Southern, we talk all about y'all on the y'all show music sports entertainment opinion we got occasionally a little weather thrown in there a lot of sports sec acc we've got other small college information for you we've got cooking on the show we've got information about new books coming out if you love being from the south and you want to know what's going on in dixie this is the show to find all of that each and every day monday through friday the Y'all Show and Y'all.com brings this to you. As we said, this is the last day of a week that a lot of you probably didn't work all that hard, let's be honest, this week with a holiday falling right in the middle of the work week on a Wednesday. It was hard to get much done, I admit it. A lot of folks checked out early on Tuesday if they were working at all, and then coming back Thursday seemed to be a little bit of a challenge. And then Today's Friday, so you're ready to pack it up and maybe stop by the convenience store on the way home, get you a cold one, and and head to the lake this weekend. Whatever the case may be, we're just glad that you've found some time to talk to us and listen to us here and and talk to us via our phone number, which is 803-816-1170. You can call anytime you want, leave us a message. You can text us at that number, 803 816-1170 the way to do that here on the y'all program and we're looking for feedback we've got our twitter account at y'all show we're going to have hashtag hullabaloo coming up in a little bit on the program and it'll be a a fun time going through all that we've got a review of some of our interviews from this week we're going to talk some sec with murray lee we had him on thursday's show and we'll have a little snippet of our conversation with murray on today's y'all show in hour two our free for y'all where we pay homage to david lee murphy and his music but we've got a very fitting song to be including in the uh three pack of great music in hour two on today's y'all show and then we're going to close it out looking at some of the brand new movies that have come out this week now being a holiday week there were actually a, a movie or two that were released on Independence Day. And now today, Friday, there are another uh, selection of movies coming out that we want to share with you that in case you want to get out of this crazy heat that's all over the southeast and get into the movie theater, get you some drink and some popcorn. We've got just the plan for you here on the Y'all Show. We'll also glance at what's going on in Major League Baseball this weekend And we'll close it out with From Dixie with Love. Looking at headlines across the southeast, well, we told you a little bit about how the forecasters were looking in the tropics for potential bad weather. And we actually have our first hurricane of 2018, as Burl is the first hurricane. It's forecasted to weaken quickly but it does become the first hurricane as it was named that Friday morning. They said that the center of Hurricane Burl located off the northeast coast of South America was moving 
at 14 miles per hour with sustained winds near 75 miles per hour. Hurricane force winds from the compact hurricane only extend 10 miles from the center with tropical force winds stretching only up to 35 miles. And that is coming from the National Hurricane Center as Hurricane Burl right now way, way out there just off of South America, but forecasted to perhaps head toward it looks like the Dominican Republic could, could see some effects from this. Let's hope that Puerto Rico dodges this. And let's hope, we all hope that it ends up dying. And, and that's the best forecast that we could hope for. But right now, forecasters with their eye on the tropics, as the, I think it's the Lesser Antilles. Yes, this is in the area of that right now. As Hurricane Burl has formed in the tropics. Good news for the Trump administration as Friday morning report came out saying that there was a strong June in, in the economy despite trade dust-ups going on in the country. The Labor Department released its monthly hiring and unemployment figures today and it's a great snapshot of what's going on in the, in the economy. 213,000 jobs were added in June. Economists had expected a gain of only about 200,000, so roughly 13,000 extra jobs created. That's good news there. Unemployment, it actually rose to 4% from 3.8%, but I actually heard some analysts talking about that, and they credit the rise in unemployment to 4% because there are people who have been lost in the cracks for years who really not only have not been working, but haven't even been trying to work. And now as a result of employment options out there, these people are, are getting back into the workforce and it's causing some figures that, that we haven't seen in a long time to, to pop up. And that's what this analyst on, on one of the networks said this, this morning about why there was a rise. So even though it's a rise, it's actually because of a good thing and this analyst also said there's more job opportunities out there than there are people to fill them. So the analyst also said, despite all this good economic progress and reports coming in, the wages of Americans is not going up. The, the push to get $15 an hour, for example, because you have a Republican-led administration and Republican president. That's not exactly something they're touting every day to boost the minimum wage. What they want to do, Republicans want to do, is to have people, if they want to give people raises, let that be their choice, not being a mandate from government that they must have a higher minimum wage. We all like money. I don't know. Uh, we haven't seen a raise in the minimum wage in quite some time. Even throughout the Obama years, not really much of an increase in wage wages for people on minimum wage. But now that things are going and, and, and President Trump is doing what he delivered on, at least in some ways with the economy, and he remember he always said in his can, in campaign rallies, and he still says it, we're going to make the country rich again. Well, he's making some people rich with his policies and all that's going on throughout the world with protectionism of American products. But now it's time for the little guys to at least see some evidence that they themselves are going to benefit. I know some people got the tax breaks and they got some money for that. 
if you really didn't pay taxes, then you didn't see the tax break. But uh, or, or your taxes were very minimal, then that didn't really help you all that much. But what people really want to do, and what will, if you're if you're a conservative Republican, you always want to have something up your sleeve to shut up Democrats, shut up the liberals. And if you can get out in front of a wage increase, perhaps, and, and only because the numbers indicate that that this is a good thing that the country can afford to have a a wage increase, then that would show, maybe that would keep them quiet for for a long time. That remains to be seen, but I will tell you that just because your rate, when the Democrats were pushing $15 an hour, the Bernie Sanders of the world were pushing for that during his campaigning, well, most of these employers, when they double the minimum wage from whatever it is now, seven and a quarter an hour, and it goes to 15, do you think they're really going to cut back on themselves or, or their other expenditures? No, they're just going to raise prices. And that's going to really create even more problems. So there's got that, there's, there's that fine balance. That's what we're all looking for, where we can make people richer without hurting people at the same time, at least in this country. And that's what Trump's protectionism and American first, America first policies are trying to do. We'll see if it is successful. But good news there for the president with these reports that came out today. Scott Pruitt, that has uh, been a real embarrassing chapter in White House politics and the Trump administration in the last few months. He's been very protect. Speaking of protective, he's been very protective of Pruitt. If you followed anything with the news, with all the scandals going on within Scott Pruitt's EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. Well, Pruitt resigned on Thursday and is going to, looks like, head back to his native Oklahoma, and it could uh, really affect his future there in Oklahoma. Uh, it, it, no telling what's going to happen with him, but he had had so many scandals. It was very comical, actually, to watch a report from one of the networks after he did resign they had a screen on the side of the television beside the anchor that just started rolling of all the things that he's allegedly done or is accused of. And it was, it took a couple of minutes, I think, to get through all of it. I'm sure some of it he's completely innocent of, but there must have been a little bit of fire to that smoke. And as a result of this, Pruitt, age 50, is now going back to Oklahoma and perhaps be considered for a governor or U.S. senator for Oklahoma. He was very popular in Oklahoma when Trump picked him to come be the head of the Environmental Protection Agency, and his policies were so upsetting to liberals that uh, he was probably there. in a cabinet where you had the education head who they could not understand why Trump picked, where they have Ben Carson where people sometimes have to wonder how he got picked for that job. It was Scott Pruitt that received the most incoming than anybody in the Trump cabinet. And now he's gone on his own accord. So Scott Pruitt out at the EPA as of Thursday. Now to Charlottesville, Virginia, an Ohio man pleaded not guilty to federal hate crime charges in the deadly car attack 
on a crowd of protesters last August during the white nationalist rally there in the home of the University of Virginia. James Alexville Jr. entered a plea Thursday during his initial appearance in U.S. District Court in Charlottesville after being charged last week with 30 federal crimes in the August 12th violence where a 32-year-old Heather Heyer and dozens of others were hurt where Heyer was killed. He's also charged under Virginia law with murder and other crimes. I just have to say that the man obviously killed Heyer with his car. He should be charged for that. It was terrible. It should be murder. But I don't personally think there should be anything called a federal hate crime. And the reason is, aren't all crimes hate? Why does the federal government need to come in and charge people with extra crimes when he's already being charged for murder and will likely be convicted of it? All crimes are hate. It doesn't matter what the reason is, especially murder. You don't murder somebody because you love them. You murder them because you hate them. Or you hate them for whatever the reason is at the moment. I just think that that, that whole thing was racially driven, the federal hate crime deal, and I think it was uh, a rush to judgment and should be overturned. I, I don't know if there's any legal arguments against it, but frankly, there should be no federal hate crime. I know of one case where people have been railroaded because the the reason they were on the federal hate crime railroaded because the state charges there were they didn't violate any state law in what they did they they were uh, trying to be accused of a hate crime where they maybe hardly did anything that was trivial trivial at best what these people did uh, that I that I followed the case on. So I just think it's a ridiculous thing, and I'm hoping somebody will overturn that because every crime, in my opinion, is a hate crime. You don't you don't you don't kill people and hurt people because you love them and they're just wonderful people. All right, that's a, that's my one peso for the day. Singer Chris Brown, he was in Florida, Palm Beach County, and he was singing. And when he walked off the stage after his concert there at West Palm Beach. The sheriff's de department and their deputies were waiting for him, and they put him in handcuffs, and he was released later after posting $2,000 bond, $2, in bond on the battery charge issued by the sheriff's department in Hillsborough County, Florida. I think this was an instance where the singer was arrested or, or charged years ago, and it, it must not have been back in the state it's, for a while, and now because of this, he's back in back in the Hooskow and having to deal with the issue of a warrant. Chris Brown down in Florida. He's 29 years old and he has a record of violence that includes a guilty plea to felony assault for beating up his then-girlfriend Rihanna in 2009 and he was arrested in 2016 on a charge of assault with a deadly weapon. Right now Brown is on tour on his heartbreak on a full moon tour news from Florida and Chris Brown. Can you believe that someone, there's no checks and balances within our government, and now because of somebody's poor decision making, the U.S. Postal Service is going to have to pay three and a half million dollars in a copyright infringement lawsuit because the Postal Service used an image of the Statue of Liberty, but not the one in New York, the real one, they used one in Las Vegas that's on the Las Vegas Strip as the 
image for the postage stamp that went out years ago and the creator of the Las Vegas Strip Statue of Liberty sued. I don't know how they could get away with it because um, it's, it's the Statue of Liberty. But they were successful in their lawsuit against the Postal Service and a judge and, and, a, and a court has now ruled that the U.S. Postal Service must pay $3.5 million in a copyright infringement suit. The stamp featured the face of this artist, Lady Liberty, which his attorneys argued in court filings was unmistakably different from the original and was more, quote, fresh-faced, sultry, and get this, even sexier. I'm sorry, when I look at the Statue of Liberty, I don't really think about sexiness, but I digress. So the government losing in this case against the man who created the Las Vegas statue. My, 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 my. This is a little bit of uh, a strange story coming from both Kentucky and Tennessee. Land between the lakes. This is right off of the Tennessee River in northwest Tennessee and southwest Kentucky. A very remote part of both of these states. And a man was attacked by a bison at a natural national recreational area. The Tennessee man entered the area, and which straddles the two states, and it appears that he was approached by a bison after illegally entering the enclosure and was rammed on Wednesday night. The man was at the South Bison Range, which has no driving trails. A staff member there witnessed the attack, and they were able to pull the man from the enclosure. He was admitted to a hospital. He's in stable condition. The exact nature of his injuries is unknown. The wildlife at Land Between the Lakes should never be approached, according to the spokesman for the park. Bison tend to be more aggressive at the time, uh, this time of year to protect their calves. So if you're going to be at Land Between the Lakes, look out for bison. Don't go in the bison enclosure. And we wish this man all the best as he's in the hospital recovering from this bison attack at Land Between the Lakes. Pretty part of the South, very remote, so be careful if and when you go there. In North Carolina, the schools there would have the right to display a model, motto of In God We Trust and the state motto in a prominent area of the classroom if legislation is passed and it looks like it's advancing in the General Assembly. Assembly a House Education Committee voted early, uh, nearly unanimously, for the requirement North Carolina's motto is Essay Quam Videri, but the displays must use the English translation to be rather than to seem. State law already mandates the American and North Carolina flags hang in each classroom and the Pledge of Allegiance be recited daily. And the Republican lawmaker behind this bill, the sponsor, said that he feels that people need to see a reasonable expectation of a person's education in the government-funded schools. A spokesman for the ACLU in North Carolina said the proposal is divisive and unnecessary. Schools should be inclusive, open, and welcoming to all students, but these displays would send a message to students of different religious beliefs or none at all that they are not equally welcome, ACLU spokesman Mike Mino said in a release. In North Carolina, though, this is not yet law probably going to be 
vetoed by the Democratic governor when it comes down to it. I guess the Republicans could come up with a override a veto of his veto, but it is uh, progressing at least in the North Carolina state government there, a rule to have the mottos on display in classrooms in the old North state. Now to insect news. The number of cases of red meat allergies traced to a tick bite is on the rise. The lone state tick found throughout the southeast can cause people to develop meat allergies. Dr. Tara Norala from the UNC of Chapel Hill said more than 5,000 cases of the tick-related meat, tick meat allergy were reported in the last year. That's up from 3,500 cases in two years, two years ago, back when that was reported. Tick, which gets its name from the Texas-shaped spot of white on its back, essentially reprograms the human immune system to reject beef, pork, chicken, and other red meats. It can also cause dairy allergies. And in some cases, this allergy can be permanent. Bites from a lone state tick. Keep those things away from me. I can't imagine, and I know some of you listening to this may have been a victim of the lone state tick having go through you know go through your life your your adulthood enjoying things like chicken and beef and then all of a sudden because of a tick bite you're allergic to beef pork chicken and other red meats that is just that's what we say in the south that ain't right okay other insect news coming from Georgia have you heard of kissing bugs this, this is a bug that's evidently in throughout the region. I, I really never heard of them. But they can be deadly or just really itchy. And so be on the lookout for kissing bugs. A Georgia woman was bitten by one, and she said it's excruciatingly painful and to be bitten by a kissing bug, a blood-sucking parasite found in more than half the U.S. And this bug carries chagas, a sometimes inflammatory infectious disease. This is a mostly nocturnal parasite found in 28 states all in the south, it looks like. Kissing bugs. Be on the lookout for them and be on the lookout for the notorious lone state tick here in these summer months. I love the summer, just like I'm sure you do. But boy, can it be the time of year when bugs come out and other critters keep an eye on all this stuff. This is very sad news coming from Texas. A woman there in Corpus Christi is accused of selling her seven-year-old son and trying to sell her two young daughters to pay off a drug debt. 29-year-old Esmeralda Garza of Corpus Christi was arrested Friday, and she's in jail now on the charge of sale or purchase of a child. Bond said at $100,000. Just sad. Whenever you're a parent, and she, she evidently had already sold the one child. The agents for D, DPS there in Texas were executing a drug search warrant in Corpus Christi when they located the seven-year-old who had allegedly been sold and purchased. Authorities say two girls, ages two and three, were in the process of being sold. This case remains under investigation in Corpus Christi, but a mother selling her own child to pay off a drug debt. That is, that's low, low down, lady. Okay, now to some fun news in our region. 
Georgia is the peach state. I think we all know that. South Carolina is the palmetto state. We probably all know that. But these two border states are in a border war because South Carolina actually grows more peaches than the state of Georgia. And during this 4th of July week, the two states' departments of agriculture got on a back-and-forth Twitter war between them about the merits of each state's peaches. They take peaches very seriously in both North Carolina and South Carolina. South Carolina produced 10,400 ton, 10, tons of peaches, which were valued at over $17 million in 2017. Georgia, meanwhile, had 9,600 tons valued at just under $17 million in 2017. Georgia gets the fame for its peach history, but the peach has been South Carolina's official fruit since 1984, and both states have been producing peaches since back in Civil War times. South Carolina Department of Agriculture said, we know Georgia gets all the credit, but South Carolina actually harvests three times more peaches than Georgia, and they sent a picture of a peach basket full of peaches with all of that information attached to it. Georgia fired back with their picture of their own peaches. We're blessed to be the peach state then and now. Peach state, Georgia grown, nature's favorite state. Enjoy this photo from a 1987 Georgia Market Bulletin issue and a recent peach truck, peach truck Instagram that was sent out from at Georgia grown, the official Twitter account for the Georgia Agriculture Department and the South, I mean, it, they were back and forth. They're all into this in South Carolina and Georgia about their peaches. And Georgia's peaches, uh, having lived in Georgia and having been a native of South Carolina, just, just in case you're not from the uh, that part of the world, most Georgia peaches, I think, are grown in North Georgia, where it's a little cooler. And most South Carolina peaches are grown west of Columbia in the Lexington County, Aiken County, also in Edgefield County, but also up in Gaffney, South Carolina. In fact, if you've ever been on I-85 near Greenville-Spartanburg, <laughs> there's a gigantic water tower in Gaffney made famous in the Netflix series that Kevin Spacey starred in. But this, this gigantic water tower is, is a peach right by I-85. So yes, they have a lot of peaches in that part of South Carolina too. Georgia mostly in the north. To my knowledge, I'm not aware of peaches being in South Georgia that much. Alabama's got peaches. I think in Clanton is where they have peaches big time. And then I'm not aware of that many peaches in Tennessee, perhaps in East Tennessee and uh, Florida. Don't think they do much peaches in Florida. It's too hot. So there's areas of our southeast where peaches are grown, but South Carolina and Georgia are the only states that uh, really get into it big in the southeast. California, sadly, California grows more peaches than any state. <laughs> and I say that sadly because in that Fresno Valley area, boy, they, they can grow just about anything, it seems. But a uh, little bit of a peach scuffle going on between the peach state and the peach, rather, palmetto, uh, that was intentional, state of South Carolina right now. Fun to watch. Well, we'll come back on the Y'all Show. We'll keep the fun going. We're going to look back at uh, what's been going on this week. We'll have that and more coming up on the Y'all Show, the show all about...
about the South. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1919 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1919. Gary, why aren't you outside enjoying the party? Uh, Hey, Michelle, it's this heartburn. When it hits, it really hits hard. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. I've had it. I'm going to kick acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas. Wow, you're packed fast. Yeah, I feel much better. Now this is a party. Kick acid and gas with Rolaids Advanced. Hey, this is Shaq. When I was playing ball, our team doctors helped me overcome pain with something called TENS therapy. And Icy Hot Smart Relief is that same kind of therapy. You just push a button and whoosh. Smart Relief sends waves of relaxing pulses that immediately start blocking pain. Back, hip, knee, or shoulder pain. Even works for hours after you turn it off. Man, this Smart Relief so smart, they should call it Shaq Relief. Ooh, I like that one. Somebody write that down for me. Turn on Smart Relief and turn off pain. Get my lawyer on the phone. You need to patent that. Use only as directed. And now, a thought from Geico Motorcycle. It took 15 minutes for you to decide to trim your eyebrows. Just a little off the top. Slip and lop off your left eyebrow. Oh. And frantically try to paste the brow back on your face. My favorite brow. To add insult to injury, you could have used those 15 brow-raising minutes to switch your motorcycle insurance to Geico. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance. Welcome back into Y'all, the show all about the South with John Rawl on Twitter. We're found at Y'all Show. Going to look now at some college sports news with college football still a ways away, but less than two months away, and we're less than two weeks away from SEC Media Days this year in Atlanta, Georgia. We'll have a lot of information about that when that comes down the old pike in a couple of days. But with college football still yet to be kicked off, that doesn't mean there's not news in the world of college sports. And right now we're going to tie in college and NFL with Leonard Fournette. Remember this great LSU running back that's now with the Jacksonville Jaguars? Back not long ago, he signed a rookie contract worth $27 million and has did a great job with the Jags this past year, helped lead them to the playoffs. Well, he hasn't forgot his LSU roots. And this New Orleans native this week helped out a fellow Crescent City native who was a trainer of his at LSU who was having a hard time financially. This woman, Jean Nicole, was asking for help on Twitter and Fournette decided to step up and pay for her entire tuition at LSU. What a great gesture by Leonard Fournette. 
helping out his student athletic trainer at Bayou Bengal University. He said that he would did it because she was my trainer. She took care of me. She's from my hometown. Why not? A little give back to where I'm from. I feel like everybody needs that chance to do something they want to do in life. The lady had gone on Twitter saying, I have to come out of pocket to pay for my senior year. It's 10000 for the entire year. I currently work two jobs for the other 5000 A dollar, five dollars, anything helps. I've come too far to stop here. Thank you, everyone. Please, RT, retweet. And she had a GoFundMe campaign going at J-H-A-N-E-N-I-C-H-O-L underscore. Miss J-Nicole on Twitter. And she's going to be able to go through her senior year. Thanks to her fella LSU alumnus, Leonard Fournette. Good job there, Leonard. And he did a great job last year with Jacksonville. Jacksonville really did an amazing job getting in the playoffs. And frankly, it would not have surprised me if they had not uh, played for a Super Bowl title. I mean, Bortles was on fire there in the playoffs. He really caught caught win at the end of the season, and and uh, they just did a good job. I think they knocked off Pittsburgh, uh, too, in the playoffs. So good job by Jacksonville this past season. And Leonard Fournette, the Kansas Jayhawks have a new athletic director, Jeff Long. He's the former Arkansas athletic director, and he signs a five-year contract worth $1.5 million annually. Not a bad payday. The terms written into his contract protect him if Kansas ever receives restrictions or probation for violations committed by the football, men's and women's basketball, or women's athletic teams before the start of his contract. And if the school were to receive any such discipline, Long's contract would be extended to match the length of any penalties. I haven't seen that in a clause before. The 58-year-old replaces Shion Zinger, who was fired in May after joining the school as athletic director in 2011. The school cited a lack of progress in key areas for Zinger's dismissal at KU. So rock chalk, you got you a new athletic director for all of you in Big 12 country listening to the program and SEC country remembering long during his time at Arkansas. I guess he's the one that was the head man with Bobby Petrino whenever the motorcycle gate incident happened and he got Arkansas through that. Then he brought in Belima. That didn't turn out too well. And, and now he's at KU leading the Jayhawks athletic program. Also in college football, if you heard our show Thursday, you heard Murray Lee, who's going to be heard here in just a second on the program, discuss the new red shirt rule that's going on in college football. And I was not really familiar with it. And so right now, I just wanted to share with you what this recently approved proposal you know, about student athletes is. The new rule in college football, which has been approved, allows student athletes to participate in up to four games without burning their red shirt for the season. And this will preserve a year of eligibility while still allowing some wiggle room when an athlete who hasn't yet used his or her red shirt season wants to keep playing. And for college football, this rule could be implemented in a plethora of situations to clear up uh, the problems that the coaches have had. In the old days, if you went out there, I think, and took a snap, you would burn your red shirt. 
if you took it during an actual game. So uh, Nick Saban, uh, Murray talked about how that is going to affect his strategy and how he has players come to Tuscaloosa and play for him. But uh, this is a, is a new thing that I think gives a lot of help to players and their freedom and flexibility. Uh, we heard Saban go off one time about how his some of his players, you know, look to to get out of the program as, with any excuse. The the loyalty that used to be there when you'd come to a college football program just isn't there anymore, according to Nick Saban, when he had his rant a few months ago. Well, now this redshirt rule maybe helps make sense of some of the decision-making going on with both players, coaches, and parents all involved in college athletes. Murray Lee, as we said, was on our show Thursday. Let's hear a little sample of what this SEC beat writer for CRM Sports and now a member of the Y'all family, what he had to say about the SEC East here on the Y'all Show. Is Dan Mullen going to do good in Gainesville this year? I think he's uh, looking at a pretty good – I think he's looking at going second in uh, the East this year. And I think, you know, Mullen was a – he was a candidate for a lot of head coaching positions going into this season. So I think he knew what he was doing when he decided to go to Florida. Uh, and, you know, he is a – he is a preaches offense when it comes to football which is something that Florida needs after last season. They averaged about just a little over uh, three touchdowns a game. Uh, never really got, never really blew anyone out. Uh, and what's lucky for Florida is they only have three road SEC games uh, against Vandy and Tennessee and Mississippi state. So this will be a growing year, but, and you know, I'm, not going to just admit this lightly. Uh, Florida is likely going to, I think, develop into a real, real contender in the East and, you know, possibly the whole SEC. I think Mullen's going to really push uh, a strong Gator uh, offense. And we might not see all of it this year, this season, but I think down the road, it's really going to develop. The big question for Florida is, uh, you know, how many of their quarterbacks are we going to see? Uh, you know, they've got a true freshman, but at the same time, they've got a couple of other candidates. Uh, so if I'm Dan Mullen, I'm thinking, you know, maybe maybe see who I can grow with over the next couple of years and maybe go with that. But we'll see. But I'm optimistic about how Florida uh, progresses after the season. Anything to say about the Gators on the defensive side? You know, uh, they've got a decent backfield. Uh, not the most dominant, in my opinion, uh, but I think their focus this year is really going to just be developed in the offense. Uh, and, you know, I think early on, uh, particularly against uh, Tennessee, we're going to see if whether or not they uh, where they put their focus, honestly. All right, to the defending SEC champions, the Georgia Bulldogs, surprising many last year with their incredible performance throughout the year and then lost a heartbreaker in the national championship game. Is Kirby Smart's team going to be back atop the SEC East this year? Uh, undoubtedly, uh, unless, you know, something falls from the sky and I have 
completely guessed wrong. I think Smart's on his way to uh, another East win. Excuse me, kind human. Hey, that's my phone. I see that it is not on the Sprint network. You should switch to Sprint ASAP and get four lines of Unlimited for $25 per month per line with a fifth line free. It is an excellent deal that will be gone as of July 12th. Wow, I'd better get over to Sprint then. You are displaying excellent judgment. And for a limited time, when you switch to Sprint, you can get 50% off a Samsung Galaxy S9 with Sprint Flex Lease. Galaxy S9 includes Samsung's best camera ever with super slow-mo and advanced low-light photo-taking. I'm definitely switching to Sprint. It is going, going, gone as of July 12th. Visit your nearby Sprint store, Sprint.com slash GS9, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Savings until 63019 and $60 a month for line 1, $40 a month for line 2, and $30 a month for lines 3 through 5 with auto pay speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Galaxy S9, 6050 a month after 1650 a month. Credit apply within two bills. With approved credit, 18-month lease and new line of service. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Coverage and offer not available everywhere or for discounted phones. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. We're back on y'all with John Rawl, the show about the South, about Southern culture, about having a good time, and about promoting the region that we all love, and we hope that's near and dear to each and every one of you, the Y'all Show, every day, Monday through Friday. Find us in iTunes if you have the iTunes podcast feature on your smartphone or perhaps on your iPad. It is very easy to look it up. Just check it out anytime you want to. Automatically downloads to your smartphone device or your, as your, as I said, your iPad. Cool way to keep up with the show. You don't have to do the thinking. Let your, let your apparatus do it for you here at the Y'all Show. We, we're, we're making it easy also on our Twitter account, at Y'all Show. This final segment of the show, I'm going to do a little something strange, uh, going to do a little something unique, I guess, uh, talking about shopping. As I spent Fourth of July, like many of you, away from the house, went on the road to Murfreesboro, Tennessee for a few days, and I did something I don't really like to do, and I also did something that brought back some weird memories for me. I went shopping, and the first time I actually shopped at Cool Springs Galleria, which is just south of Nashville on I-65. Hadn't been in a shopping mall, in a real big shopping mall like that in a while. And you have to be in shape when you go to a traditional shopping mall. And you have to know where the heck you're going. So I, I had that experience. I'm sure many of you have been in shopping malls a lot more than I have, but it, it had been a while since I'd been into a monster mall like that and the reason i'm i'm bringing it up is i was hungry and i was trying to find the food court in this mall cool springs uh, a gorgeous mall been there 25 years now in the brentwood area of nashville brentwood and franklin i i was shopping and hungry which is a bad combination and i i saw signs for the food court i finally found the food court and i ordered me a philly i do love a philly cheesesteak and there's a 
chain out there, I think called Charlie's, that, that I was able to get a, a sandwich. Now here's the, the rub. I got my food, I sat down and enjoyed my time, and it hit me that if you've watched the show Impractical Jokers, which is a very popular show on cable television, you'll never eat at a food court again and not think that you're a part of that television show. <laughs> you just feel like there's a hidden camera somewhere on you that they're getting ready to come harass you for Impractical Jokers. It was the craziest thing to have a meal there all by myself, by the way. And and every bite you take, you're wondering if, if Joe or Murray or Sal were going to come in and harass me on Impractical Jokers. Funny show. Really enjoyed it. It's a show that, if you haven't seen it, it's it's really, I would say, fun for the whole family. But my young son, I had to make him stop watching it because he loved watching it. But those guys don't have to, but they cuss a lot. And they don't have to. The show's hilarious without some of the foul language. And I'm no angel, trust me. I, I let a few four-letter words come out from time to time. But they don't have to and they're they've got a pre-recorded show that someone can go in there and carve it out so that young kids can watch it hey there's not many shows that a grown man a grandparent and a child can all watch and laugh their tails off in practical jokers although they're all yankees from staten island they have a very unique show and and i've enjoyed watching it whenever they're not acting like fools on that cable television show that, again, has been on about, I would say it's been on six seasons, seven seasons, and, and you can go on and uh, on on the channel and get it. I think they're on True TV is where they come on. But don't need to cuss, fellas. Back off, the, back off the cussing. But anyway, besides the shopping mall in Brentwood, I also went on another shopping adventure while in Middle Tennessee to one of these outdoor mall deals that I'm sure you've been to that are all over the southeast. The, they've kind of popped up more and more in the last 10, 15 years. So I went to the Avenue in Murfreesboro. Nice, nice place. Really spread out. It's the outdoor mall concept. And I'm sure they're all like this, but this was really nicely done as far as the way it's spread out. Gives the stores plenty of options for growth if they choose to do that down the road. But it hit me as I was cruising the streets of the avenue in Murfreesboro. My goodness, I thought these outdoor malls were done to keep from having to pay a heavy and high air conditioning bill. Keep the power down. You don't have to fill up air conditioning in a gigantic mall whenever each store is kind of on their own with their own power bill. I thought that was the real reason. I thought it could have been for safety reasons. So many malls have idiots causing problems all the time in these mall situations. The, the, most malls have structural damage after a few years because of the fact that they get worn and all that. And then it hit me, what the real advantage of these malls, if you're the customer, you don't have to walk. <laughs> As I had experienced the day before at Cool Springs, when you're at one of these outdoor malls, you just get your car and you just get behind a steering wheel and you just kind of cruise like you are back in the high school days. And then when you see a store that you want to go into, you just pull in there and get out and go in. 
but you you just kind of instead of walking all over the place like you do at the old school shopping mall in these outdoor malls you just get behind the wheel roll the window down if you want and when you see a store you just pull on in there and if you're with someone else you can just pull on in a parking place let them go in and you sit there and enjoy the ac and maybe some good food and drink that you may have with you so just a discovery here on the y'all show we're trying to grow together and and discover things here on y'all and when I found out that these outdoor malls have that advantage where you don't have to be walking around all over the place carrying shopping bags too, then that, my friends, is one heck of an advantage. And that's my Friday thoughts here in the closing segment of Hour One. We will go to a small pause for the calls here on the Y'all Show. When we come back, Hour Two, the final hour of this holiday week, kicks off with our Friday Free For Y'all our David Lee Murphy three-pack of good songs. And we're going to have something special in there to get you really fired up for our country and for the weekend. Plus, we'll have hashtag Hullabaloo. Some very funny pics have come in that we'll share with you on our Y'all Twitter account, at Y'all Show. And we'll wrap it up this week with our From Dixie With Love feature. That and more coming up on the Y'all Show with John Rawls. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1919 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1919. The show all about the South is back for hour two on a Friday with our Friday free for y'all. Take it away, David Lee Murphy. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights Misery looking for some company And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming them back and laughing out loud With the smoke so thick the blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like I just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over Smoke so thick, the blues can't hang around. 
With the two fights a jumping like they just don't care if they're dancing over here. I'm fighting over there, I'm making the rounds, looking for a party crowd. Everybody, help us out now. With the jukebox jumping like it just don't care if they're dancing over here. I'm fighting over there, I'm making the rounds. Looking for a party crowd. I can't hear you. David Lee Murphy, Party Crowd. Hope you all enjoyed that great song from the mid-1990s here on Y'all. And each Friday afternoon, we line up a trio of great music, two of which will be David Lee Murphy's songs. And we're going to have that second part of David Lee Murphy in just a moment. Also, we've got a special Red, White, and Blue song right around the corner as we've had the 4th of July this week, we, we still got our mindset on our nation's birthday, and we're, we're going to play a song that will get you revved up here on a Friday night, on a Friday night and an afternoon. This is the show all about the South. This is y'all, and this is David Lee Murphy again, a little dust on the bottom. Trio Williams, they lived down a dirt road, they made homemade wine like nobody I know. Dropped by one Friday night and said, can you help me, Creole? I got a little girl waiting on me and I, I want to trade her right. He said, I got what you need, son, as we step down in the cellar. He reached through the cobweb as he turned on the light. He said, there might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. A little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things That gets sweeter with time You were sitting in the porch swing As I pulled up the driveway My old heart was racing As you climbed inside You stayed over there close As we drove down to the lake road Watched the sun fade in that big red sky I reached under the front seat and said, now here's something special. It's just been waiting for a night like tonight. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but it's one of those things that gets sweeter with
Friday in the PM with John Rawl. You're listening to y'all, the show all about the South, where the land of cotton, it's Dixie. It is the land of y'all, and it is Friday, and it's time to head home and enjoy your family and friends, enjoy good food, good music, and other libations that you need to get through the weekend and, and come back to work Monday all rested up and raring to go. We also, this past week, not only have had a good time eating and drinking, but we've also celebrated our nation's birthday on July 4th. And I mentioned on the 4th of July edition, if you heard the show via download, we didn't have a radio edition on Wednesday, but I mentioned that the national anthem of this country is the Star Spangled Banner. But I felt like on this show, we play a lot of college fight songs because we feature college sports here on y'all. And how cool would it be if we had our own United States of America fight song? <laughs> Where's Katy Perry, I think, is the singer of that song, fight song. Well, turns out my favorite song and the song I recommend for such a fight song is The Stars and Stripes Forever by John Philip Sousa, a song that he penned in 1896, and he is not hard Southerner, but he is a Southerner. He was born in Washington, D.C. in the 1850s, John Philip Sousa, who became maybe our most famous patriotic composer in American history. Stars and Stripes Forever, I got to hear it during the Capitol Four celebration Wednesday night. I'm sure many of you heard it at some point on the 4th of July. Awesome song, awesome song. Well, it turns out... In 1987, by an act of the U.S. Congress, Stars and Stripes Forever is the official national march of the United States of America. I did not know that. So it's not a fight song, but it's the national march. So, hup, two, three, four. Let's get ready for in our montage of great songs to start off the second hour of today's Y'all Show. How about we play a little John Phillips Sousa stars and stripes forever to get you fired up and get you proud to be an American here on the Y'all Show.
I feel like climbing a mountain now that I've heard that song and those other David Lee Murphy songs here on a Friday afternoon. I can do anything, and hopefully you can too here on the Y'all Show, where we want to put a smile on your face. We want to get you fired up on a Friday. Friday fired up here in our mantage of great music. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we're going to dig into the social media world and find some craziness that goes on in what we call the hashtag hullabaloo. That's next. Plus, we've got the latest with the movies that are coming out this weekend and much more in our Dixie Cinema Spotlight. All that ahead on the Y'all Show with John Law. Hey, this is Shaq. When I was playing ball, our team doctors helped me overcome pain with something called TENS therapy. And Icy Hot Smart Relief is that same kind of therapy. You just push a button and whoosh. Smart Relief sends waves of relaxing pulses that immediately start blocking pain. Back, hip, knee, or shoulder pain. Even works for hours after you turn it off. Man, this Smart Relief so smart, they should call it Shaq Relief. Ooh, I like that one. Somebody write that down for me. Turn on Smart Relief and turn off pain. Get my lawyer on the phone. You need to patent that. Use only as directed. And now, a thought from Geico Motorcycle. It took 15 minutes for you to decide to trim your eyebrows. Just a little off the top. Slip and lop off your left eyebrow. Oh. And frantically try to paste the brow back on your face. My favorite brow. To add insult to injury, you could have used those 15 brow-raising minutes to switch your motorcycle insurance to GEICO. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance. Hello there, friends and neighbors. You're listening to Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. And this is your Y'all host, John Rawl, on a Friday p.m., thanking you for being a part of our all-Southern show. And we're rewinding it down for this holiday week on Y'all. And again, we want to remind you that you can reach us anytime, 803-816-1170. And operators are standing by. (laughs) You can call or text 803-816-1170 if you've got a question comment an opinion good bad and different we want to hear it right here on the y'all show and now time for hashtag hullabaloo on the y'all show this is where we dive into social media and we have to wear really thick body armor when we get into the social media stratosphere because you just never know what all's in there but what we find here are people across the southeast and the world that have something to say with a southern accent. And that's what we're going to do now. Going to find some of this goodness on the Y'all Show and bring it out to you. Go first on Twitter to Allison Wilder, at Ali Darby on Twitter. Whenever there's an important or crazy announcement in the South, it starts with the phrase, y'all, And I'll admit, I'm guilty of it. (laughs) Allison, y'all are so right on that. And that is a crazy announcement and an important announcement here on the show, thanks to Allison, that, yes, y'all blankety-blank whatever you need to be saying, whether it's really serious or not, I think every phrase in the South should start and end with the words y'all. It's our word. We're proud of it, and that's why we call this show Y'all, and that's why this is a 
truly a word that when we have our y'all apparel, of which you can go to y'all.com, Y-A-L-L.com, our website, we sell y'all hats. And when you wear a y'all hat, and we'll have y'all shirts, we've had those in the past, where they're coming back. When you wear y'all apparel or anything that says y'all, you get a reaction. Almost always positive. I've got a friend of mine who's had one of my y'all hats that he's worn to the Masters in Augusta, Georgia for years. And every year after he calls me up after the Masters tournament, he has to tell me the amount of people that stopped by and said something to him when he was on the golf course in his Citadel blue y'all hat that he wore. And out of, I think one year he had as many as 30 people said something about his hat during the couple of hours he was at the golf course. And now he wears it around his hometown too, but he loves to wear it to the Masters because, frankly, if you've ever watched the Masters on television, and, and it shows up at a lot of golf tournaments, people go there almost empty-handed because they want to buy official Augusta National Masters merchandise while they're on the golf course. So they'll load up with Augusta National apparel. Why? Because it's really cool. And also, you can't buy it anywhere else in the country. It only is on sale at the Masters. So if you're a golfer or you want to be a golfer, you need to have something Augusta National or Masters in your wardrobe. And unless you buy it during Masters week, you're out of luck. So my friend loves to wear his y'all hat because it really stands out. In fact, one year, another friend of mine had a Masters ticket. He was a patron is the term there at Augusta. And he was on uh, TV. Very, very noticeable. It was the year... Charles Schwartzel won the tournament, the South African golfer. And there was a, a hole on the back nine on Sunday that Schwartzel was having a major putt. And the only human being besides Schwartzel in the roughly 20-second camera shot while he was putting was my friend Lawton wearing his bright red y'all hat. And it was classic. I really should have taken advantage of that moment. And that could have been how we made zillions of dollars off the y'all merchandise. But y'all.com, go there, check out all that y'all has to offer with not only the merchandise, but we have past issues of our printed y'all magazine that you can read. Did some incredible interviews through the 2000s that you can find. And we're looking at ways to make y'all a reality again on the website, as well as perhaps bringing back a printed edition of y'all that would be a lot of fun but we're only going to do it if y'all help us out we need readers we need subscribers we need fans we need supporters we need people to buy stuff so enough of my infomercial about y'all but allison good point y'all is an important term to use all the time especially if you've got an important or crazy announcement this coming from heather whose twitter account is at Feather K Bird. At Feather K Bird. B Y R D on Twitter. And Heather says, if you don't mix your cabbage with your macaroni, are you really from the South? I've never mixed cabbage with macaroni. In fact, I grew up on a green farm. I grew up on one of the largest collard green, mustard green, turnip green green onions, squash, farms in the whole South. That's what my family does. I'm the only one not doing it. 
I probably should be doing it, but I'm not. And so I, I grew up harvesting collard greens a lot. I know a lot about collards. I know a lot about vegetable farming. That's, that's in my blood, but I don't want to do it. I'd rather sit here and talk to y'all. <laughs> it's a lot more fun and a lot better from an air conditioning standpoint. The highlight when you're 15 years old working on a produce farm in the middle of June and July is getting to the end of the field where you've got the old school cooler that's got ice and water in it and you get to swig some water and then turn around and go to the other end of the gigantic field harvesting produce. Tough, 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 tough world. I can say it because I survived and I love my family, but my goodness, what a what a rough go of it. Then and still, they, they have a lot of workers still harvesting stuff. You can find it throughout the southeast. Just look for my last name, Rawl. You'll see it. But I have never mixed cabbage with macaroni, Heather. I'm not a big cabbage fan. And if I'm going to have some kind of German food, I like cabbage then. But just as a something to have every night of the week, no, you, you can have your cabbage. I, I, even collard greens. I love collards, but i got to put ketchup on them. Have you ever tried it? Ketchup, collard greens, great combination. I know some people use some kind of pepper stuff that goes with them. Uh, I have not done that much, but I can't eat collards by themselves. I've got to have something to make them palatable. But cabbage and macaroni, now that does not sound good, Heather, and I, I'm sorry if, if, if I sound like I'm not from the South by saying that I don't like cabbage and I don't like mixing cabbage with macaroni, but I'll have to give it a try. Maybe that's the key, and Heather kind of is doing what I've done with collards and ketchup. She's doing with cabbage and macaroni. I love macaroni. Now, the problem with macaroni is I've not found consistency with macaroni. Macaroni is either going to be just the average, it tastes fine, but nothing to write home about, or in very rare cases, is it something that's like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I've got to have more of this. Load up my whole plate with macaroni. Rarely do you ever find macaroni that good. I've maybe had that two or three times in my life where macaroni is that good. Usually the yellow macaroni, the cheesy yellow macaroni, they all end up tasting the same. Some of the best macaroni I've had is more of the white, small macaroni. But I like macaroni. I'm sure almost all of you like macaroni, but I think you'll have to agree. Macaroni is kind of like water. It's just something you eat. But sometimes water really strikes you and like, oh my goodness. Hey, I got to have that. I'm going to throw away all my Coca-Cola and I'm only going to drink this water. Well, I don't think I've ever done that, but perhaps there's a chance that will happen one day. But Heather, thank you for the thought on cabbage and macaroni. I'll have to try that sometime. At Emily G. Deck on Twitter. She goes by the name M. Hey, y'all. Emily here. Hungry and happy fourth, y'all. Whoa, two y'alls in a row. <laughs> Hey, it's okay. It's like we said earlier, going back to our first tweet of the day, it's okay to be y'all. 
It doesn't matter. You can be young, old, white, black, red, yellow, black, or white. Y'all is for all y'all. And we are all y'all here on this program, all y'all all the time, baby. <laughs> Emily, don't, don't be afraid. It's okay. We'll be a support group for you. It's okay to use y'all. And yes, if you're hungry and happy, you show it loud and proud. And we hope you did have a happy 4th of July. We hope all y'all had a happy 4th of July this week. Here's a great restaurant in my pseudo hometown of Charleston, South Carolina. Pseudo because I only lived there during college. I would like to live in Charleston, but it's too crowded. It's a big town. And it's a big town with a lot of traffic problems. And I don't like traffic. So I would love to live in the Charleston way of life, but not in Charleston. I'd love to find another place. And I have that place, and I'm not going to tell you where it is because I don't want everybody moving there. But it's in South Carolina, and it's got a lot of Spanish moss, and it's pretty, and it's not too far from the water. I love that kind of lifestyle. In fact, no matter where I go in the South, and this is my problem with Tennessee and my problem with Kentucky and my problem with Arkansas. No, no, no. I'm going to take it back. Arkansas, no problem with you. Maybe Oklahoma, yeah. But those are the only states that I know of that are true southern states that don't have any Spanish moss. I love Spanish moss. It is so majestic. And it makes you feel like you're in the south when you see Spanish moss. Texas has plenty of it. Louisiana naturally has plenty of it. They used to make bedding out of Spanish moss down in South Louisiana. Mississippi's got it. Alabama's got plenty of it. Georgia's got it. Florida has lots of it. South Carolina, definitely. North Carolina, not a lot, but they've got some. Virginia has it to some degree on the coast. Maryland, I'm not sure how much you've got of Spanish moss. Arkansas has it in the very lower portion of the state, El Dorado area, all that down there on the border with Louisiana. Yes, there's Spanish moss in Arkansas. But you other states, I'm sorry, unless somebody has it growing in a greenhouse, you are Spanish moss challenged. And for that, my friends, my empathy and sympathy goes out to you. But Pugin Sports in Charleston, South Carolina, on Twitter this week because it was the 4th of July. They put out a tweet saying, celebrate 4th of July all week at the Pooch. What a name. Uh, Pugin's Porch. At, at Pugin's Porch. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, we've got you covered. We even have brunch seven days a week. See you soon. And then what really caught my eye with Pugin's Porch is what they have in their profile on Twitter. And that is where you put your statement of who you are, what you stand for, etc. And this is a business, Pugin's Porch, famous place in Charleston. They wrote for their profile, Conversations on porches, Sunday brunch, old southern dogs, ghosts, biscuits, homemade and handmade, sweet tea, gracious hospitality, and our moms. Put that on a t-shirt. Y'all, <laughs> at Pugin Sports, thank you for the southernness that you provide to 
people that show up at your restaurant seven days a week in the low country of South Carolina. Now, completely opposite of Charleston, South Carolina, you find Waco, Texas. And God bless the McLennan Community College Library there in Waco with their tweet this week that helped brighten the place up at MC underscore LIB. Their tweet said, Contemporary Southern books everyone should read. Hashtag Southern, hashtag read. And they had an image of a book called The Collected Stories of Eudora Welty, the famous Mississippi author. And they had her books available at the McLennan Community College Library in Waco, Texas. So it is summertime. And, and yes, we love to promote on the Y'all Show forthcoming books, the, the hot new books out there that maybe have a southern angle to them. But let's not forget our great authors of, of yesteryear, Eudora Welty, Faulkner, Pat Conroy, the other Southern authors, Tom Wolfe, that is a Southern writer. So many good Southern writers have come through this country. I would argue the South has provided the best Southern writers, best writers, period, to in our country's history. I would even put Mark Twain as a Southern writer. He of course, being from the border state of Missouri, or should I say Samuel Clemens. But yes, let's not forget our great Southern writers and the collected stories of Eudora Welty would be a good read here this summer. Speaking of colleges, the Columbia University Press put a tweet out at Columbia UP, this Ivy League school in New York City. The Southern literary subgenre tied to rock and roll appeared at the very moment the authors who created it were being celebrated as America's finest. Read more of it, today's excerpt from hashtag novel sounds. And I'll give the Columbia University Press a really cool plug here. They have a really good GIF image of a spinning 45 record that has on it, not the name of a song, but they have a quote, Southern fiction in the age of rock and roll. So kind of tying into our history of books and of course music, you can learn about Southern writing during the 50s perhaps with this promotion going on from Columbia University Press. Good stuff there from New York City. <laughs> Tuffy on Twitter, she writes, don't hate me because I have a Southern accent. Love me because that's where I come from. Eat, be merry for the 4th of July weekend of July. Happy Independence Day coming your way. And she's got hashtag Tom Petty, and she's got a Tom Petty look to her, Tuffy, at Twitter, on Twitter, at talk to Tuffy, T-U-F-F-Y. You'll have to check it out. She looks like she's having a good time this week, celebrating the 4th of July, celebrating her southernness. Here's a good southern guy that was born in New Jersey of all places, Clint Black, country music superstar. First song, Better Man, came out in 1989, still to my day, to, to this day, my favorite Clint Black song, but he wrote on Facebook, on his official Clint Black Facebook page this week on the 4th of July, he wrote, quote, great to have my daughter, Lily Pearl, join me on stage in San Diego. She did a great job with Carrie Underwood's temporary home, not an easy song. Lily Pearl is his daughter with Lisa Hartman Black, and Lily Pearl is now 17 years old, and she's coming out on stage with Clint Black, her dad performing these days so we'll have to keep our own lily pearl black daughter of clint black good to see her getting a hand 
at the country music business, even if it meant going all the way to San Diego for a 4th of July concert. Now on, on social media, we continue with our hashtag hullabaloo this week and a couple of things that caught my eye on Facebook. These are images and I don't know where they came from. So forgive me for, for not citing where they came from. But what I will tell you, if you go to our official y'all show on Twitter at y'all show, you'll find these images that I'm discussing now on our official y'all show Twitter page at y'all show. And here's one that caught my eye talking about being on a vegetable farm as a child. There's a picture that I've got on Twitter now that has a man posing like he's got his bevy of ducks that he's killed while duck, duck hunting. And he's, he's wearing camos, got a gun across his lap, and he's got the items down in front of him. You've seen lots of pictures like this if you know any duck hunters. They love to show off their kill. Except in this case, <laughs> it's not a duck. Ducks that he's got in front of him. He's got his cat posed right beside him. And instead of ducks laying down on the ground, so instead of a dog, he's got a cat. And instead of ducks on the ground, he's got, it looks like zucchini, big zucchini laid out in front of him. That's pretty darn Southern right there. Whoever you are, fella, <laughs> good job on that one. I like, I like creativity. Also, this is pretty creative. I think this is real. It, it looks like it's real. It's on the At Y'all Show Twitter page. Picture of a mobile home side angle, nothing unusual, with a for sale sign in the yard, except if you just glance at this and not pay attention, you don't see what I'm talking about until I tell you what's on the sign and the adjacent white sign next to it. The yellow for sale actually has the word trailer above it. So I'm just going to read this whole thing. Trailer for sale. And then in the sign beside it, it says, or rent, rooms to let, 50 cent, no phone, no pool, no pets, ain't got no cigarettes. I think this is real, okay? I really do believe they're trying to sell this trailer. But of course, if you know anything about Roger Miller, the great country music singer, <laughs> this is one of his songs, King of the Road. And these are the lyrics to King of the Road. And they got this trailer with these words of his song written out in the yard as if it accompanies the sale of the trailer. Very creative. Kudos to you. If this is a fake, you fool me. But I hope the trailer sold. If you're in the market for a, for a used trailer, they got a number here. I don't know the area code. It's 349-8745. Check it out. And finally, as we wrap up Hashtag Color Blue for the week, as it was Independence Day, we don't want to forget our veterans. We, we want to salute our veterans, especially our Vietnam veterans. And I found this image on Facebook that I put on our At Y'all Show Twitter account that I think is very, very fitting here, 4th of July. And this is titled, To the Vietnam Veteran. To those who return with no one to greet them, to those who have been told PTSD would go away in time, to those who have never been told thank you, or welcome home to those who return but are still haunted by the nightmares of war, to those who still react to a backfire and break a sweat at the sound of a chopper, to those who suffer from Agent Orange exposure and are still fighting the last battle, to those who fought battles in the jungles of Vietnam and here at home, to those who have more friends on the Vietnam Memorial Wall than alive today, 
thank you. And that is on our official y'all Twitter page at y'all show. And again, thank you, Vietnam veterans. Thank you to all who've served our country as we have had a star spangled week. Can't forget how we got where we are. The y'all show will wrap it up for the week after this break. We'll come back with a look at the weekend ahead from a professional baseball standpoint. And we'll glance at the new movie releases this weekend. Plus we'll have from Dixie with love. You're listening to the y'all show with John Rawl. Excuse me, kind human. Hey, that's my phone. I see that it is not on the Sprint network. You should switch to Sprint ASAP and get four lines of unlimited for $25 per month per line with a fifth line free. It is an excellent deal that will be gone as of July 12th. Wow, I'd better get over to Sprint then. You are displaying excellent judgment. And for a limited time, when you switch to Sprint, you can get 50% off a Samsung Galaxy S9 with Sprint Flex Lease. Galaxy S9 includes Samsung's best camera ever with super slow-mo and advanced low-light photo taking. I'm definitely switching to Sprint. It is going, going, gone as of July 12th. Visit your nearby Sprint store, Sprint.com slash GS9, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Savings until 630 19 and $60 a month for line 1, $40 a month for line 2, and $30 a month for lines 3 through 5 with auto pay speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Galaxy S9, $60.50 a month after $16.50 a month credit. Apply within two bills. With approved credit, 18-month lease and new line of service. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Coverage and offer not available everywhere or for discounted phones. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. I don't know how else to say this, so I'll just say it. What is it, Linda? I think we should see other people. Are you breaking up with me on a roller coaster? Well, we do have a lot of fun. Maybe we should stay together. An emotional roller coaster? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to Geico. I just need a little me time. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Shaquille O'Neal here. If you battle back or hip pain or knee or shoulder pain, you don't have to tough it out. You can just turn it off with Smart Relief from Icy Hot. You just push a button and whoosh. Smart Relief sends waves of relaxing pulses that safely block pain at the nerve level. It's simple, easy to use, and it's been clinically tested to start providing immediate relief for hours, even after you turn it off. So if you're battling pain, let Icy Hot help you win that battle. Turn on Smart Relief and turn off pain. Use only as directed. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60. Two over 50. One over 40. One more if you're not physically active. Another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes. Another if you've got high blood pressure. If you're overweight, raise another finger. Two if you're very overweight. And three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Let's roll the windows down.
segment of today's y'all show with john rawl as we wrap it up for this star spangled week fourth of july on wednesday now back at it on monday but until then hey keep the fun going no reason to stop looking at what's going on in major league baseball this weekend as baseball is front and center right now before football gets going we've got preseason football games in about a month so if you like football it's coming it's coming but right now, baseball is pretty much your only pro sports deal going on in the South. Our Southern teams in action this week. I know Cincinnati's on the border, but the Reds will be going to Chicago for a series this weekend. You've got the Rangers headed to Detroit for a series there. The Miami Marlins are at NL East Foe Washington for a series this weekend. Also in Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays are heading to an interleague series with the New York Mets this weekend. Atlanta is in Milwaukee for a big series with the Milwaukee Brewers. These two teams are tied at the top of their respective divisions, the NL East and the NL Central. The Baltimore Orioles traveling to Minnesota for a series against the Twinkies this weekend. And the Houston Astros are hosting the Chicago White Sox this weekend. Kansas City is hosting the Boston Red Sox this weekend. And that is, well, the, the Cardinals also, they're in action on the road at the San Francisco Giants this weekend. That's what's going on with Major League Baseball. Again, no big changes there. The, the Braves and the Brewers are, are playing. And, and in the NL, those two teams are in a fight for their divisions at this point with the all-star game still yet to come standings not the biggest issue but a lot of teams in the south are having a pretty good season except for the baltimore orioles my goodness they fell off the wagon there in baltimore this season not sure what's going on with buck show walter's program there in the in maryland hey we've had a couple of new movies come out already this week and we've got one coming out today a new movie Released on the 4th of July was a new movie called Purge. The First Purge stars Steve Harris, Mo McRae. Behind every tradition lies a revolution. Next Independence Day witnessed the rise of our country's 12 hours of annual lawlessness. Welcome to the movement that first began as a simple experiment, The First Purge. Directed by Gerald McMurray. I don't think I'm going to go see that one, okay? I'm sorry. That one is not quite on my radar for movies, but maybe it's uh, right up your alley, the first perch. Finally today, this one is maybe worth seeing. In the aftermath of Captain America Civil War, it's time for a new movie called Anti... 
Ant-Man Wasp. Yes, Ant-Man Wasp. This is the movie stars Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, and Michael Douglas. I like Michael Douglas. He's a lot of fun to see in movies. After uh, Captain America Civil War, Scott Lang, played by Rudd, grapples with the consequences of his choices as both a superhero and a father. As he struggles to rebalance his home life with his responsibilities as Ant-Man, he's confronted by Hope Van Dyne, played by Lily, and Dr. Hank Pym, played by Douglas, with an urgent new mission. Scott must once again put on the suit and learn to fight alongside the Wasp as the team works together to uncover secrets from their past. And this is a movie out from Marvel Studios, Ant-Man, The Wasp. It looks like it's what it's called. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Real heroes, not actual size. <laughs> okay. Those are some of your movie choices for this weekend. On the, A good option for you to get out of the house if you want to go see a movie in the nice, cool comfort of a theater. You've got those maybe family outing with one being a, one based on a Marvel Studio production. Good, good choice for you. Well, that concludes this week of Y'all, the show all about the South. We've had a good time talking about all that's been going on this week with the Independence Day holiday and more. On Mondays, y'all, tune in. We'll have our Y'all Street Business Report. We're going to welcome in from the Chattanooga Times Free Press newspaper in Chattanooga, Tennessee, Dave Flesner. He's going to come on and tell us about some of the business goings on in East Tennessee as well as North Georgia. They've got a big Volkswagen plant there in the Chattanooga area. We'll talk about the impact that's had on the Lookout City, plus what else is going on in North Georgia with the textile industry and more. You don't want to miss that. That's on the Monday edition of Y'all. Plus, we'll look around at what's happened in the weekend that preceded Monday with sports, and we'll have all that we offer here on the Y'all Show on Monday packaged nice and neatly for you, so you want to make sure you carve out time to listen to that. That's Monday, but can't thank you enough for listening to us today on the Y'all Show and for tuning us in on great affiliates across the Southeast. Have a wonderful weekend. We can't thank you enough for listening to the Y'all program. We'll be back. So until that time, keep it Y'all at Y'all Show on Twitter. 803-816-1170 is our number. I'm John Rawl. Have a good one, y'all. What's the matter, honey? Can't sleep? Ugh, it's this heartburn. At night, it's the worst. Heartburn? Again? Yeah, I'm done with it. I'm going to kick acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas. Feeling better? Much better. That was fast. Mm-hmm. Kick acid and gas with Rolaids Advanced. Reese and Irvy's here, the world's first and only frozen yogurt and ice cream dispensing robot franchise. Today, we're talking with Christina Gregory, one of our 235 national franchisees. What drew you to starting a Reese and Irvy's franchise? Knowing I could own my own business that brings smiles to customers and revenue to me. 
Delicious desserts in under 60 seconds made by a robot? That's unseen in the marketplace and the kind of opportunity I was looking for. What excites you about the potential of your recent Irvies franchise? Honestly, my robots don't get sick, never take time off, and never show up late. My robots allow me time to focus on what's important. My customers. What do you love most about being a recent Irvies franchisee? The support from Reese and Irvies. They secured high traffic locations for my robots and provided all the training I needed. Now I deliver a unique frozen experience that's on the cutting edge of technology. Interested in a recent Irvies franchise of your own? Simply go to FroyoFranchising.com and enter promo code 5353 to learn more. That's FroyoFranchising.com. Promo code 5353. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1919 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1919. 